The big idea, Jesus' desires, identity, authority, and activity originated in and were supported by his prayer life. Our weekly identity statement, when I know who I am, I know what to do. I know who I am by knowing my creator. I know my creator through prayer. Our memory verse, no good tree bears bad fruit, nor does a bad tree bear good fruit. Each tree is recognized by its own fruit. People do not pick figs from thorn bushes or grapes from briars. A good man brings good things out of the good stored up in his heart, and an evil man brings evil things out of the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. Luke chapter 6, verse 43 through 45. We need a new word. My whole life, I have heard people describe America as the busiest, most stressed out country in human history. I've read studies about how people are more likely to get sick here and still go to work, take less of their vacation, and for some reason are more driven. And if that was true 20 years ago, we need a new word for what people are today. We're not just busy, we are entirely consumed by the rat race. There are probably a thousand different factors from crazy work schedules to scientifically researched advertising that manipulates us into their story and product to social media and inordinate amounts of peer pressure to live the kind of lives we see others living. We are consumed with busyness. We are being manipulated by our culture. Our culture has created a story that creates a hunger in us that our culture conveniently has the product to satisfy for only $19.99. We are so immersed in these stories and manipulations all day, every day, that we don't even notice them anymore. We don't recognize the influence and pressure these institutions and communities have placed on us or the ways we have given into the pressure. Our minds are filled with multiple story streams being pumped into our psyche at all times. We are so busy that we don't have the time to think clearly about what we're doing tomorrow, let alone about God's story arc for our lives. We have vastly underestimated the level of influence our culture has in our mind, heart, and soul. Jesus, however, was well aware of the potential to be misled by ideologies. I firmly believe this practice we're talking about today was something Jesus did to maintain prominent focus on the Father in the midst of noisy surroundings. Luke chapter 5, verse 15 and 16, Yet the news about him spread all the more, so that crowds of people came to hear him and to be healed of their sicknesses. But Jesus often withdrew to lonely places and prayed. The more popular Jesus became, the more he withdrew to lonely places to pray. Jesus got alone with the Father. While there were times he prayed with his disciples and his disciples had to be close by because they observed this pattern about his life, he still got alone with the Father. Mark chapter 6, verse 31, 33, and 46. Then, because so many people were coming and going that they didn't even have a chance to eat, he said to them, Come with me by yourselves to a quiet place and get some rest. But many who saw them leaving recognized them and ran on foot from all the towns and got there ahead of them. Then a few verses later, after leaving them, he went up on a mountainside to pray. Even when the people chased him down when he was going away for a time of prayer, he'd eventually find a time and way to pray. Jesus wasn't going to let anything get in the way of his time with the Father. Why? Psalm 46 verse 10 be still and know that I am God. God speaks softly. 
Sure, there are times when God has spoken in a booming voice, but those are the exception. Why? Why doesn't God just exert himself above the noise to be heard? I think it's simple. He wants us to choose to focus our sole attention on him. He wants us to make the choice to cut everything else out and give him our entire attention. He is a jealous God. He wants us all to himself. So he wants us to be still. He wants us to cease doing, thinking, worrying, and consuming and just know that he is God. We aren't God. He is. When we choose not to take this time, we are making ourselves out to be God. We are determining what right and wrong are. We are determining what's best for our lives, though I highly doubt most of us are astute enough to realize when we're being manipulated by billion-dollar corporations, so we're not really making the decisions. But still, we're choosing who we allow to have influence in our lives and not giving God the influence He deserves. It's uncomfortable, but solitary time with God is crucial. If we want to know what God's voice sounds like, we have to be in the environment he has prescribed. 1 Kings chapter 19, verse 11, The Lord said to Elijah, Go out and stand on the mountain in the presence of the Lord, for the Lord is about to pass by. Then a great and powerful wind tore the mountains apart and shattered the rocks before the Lord, but the Lord was not in the wind. After the wind there was an earthquake, but the Lord was not in the earthquake. After the earthquake came a fire, but the Lord was not in the fire. And after the fire came a gentle whisper. When Elijah heard it, he pulled his cloak over his face and went out and stood at the mouth of the cave. Then a voice said to him, What are you doing here, Elijah? The Lord wasn't in the powerful wind that shattered rocks. He wasn't in the earthquake or the fire. He was in the gentle whisper. Have you turned down the noise enough to be able to hear the whisper of your father? Prayer isn't just about talking to God, it's about letting God talk to you. It's about letting God teach you and train you. It's about letting God shine the light of his holiness into your soul to illuminate anything that shouldn't be there. Soul searching doesn't happen in the midst of chaos, it happens in the solitary focus of silence. There is work that God wants to do in your life and mine that he can only do when we quiet ourselves enough that we can hear his voice. To be honest, I think sometimes we just think we're too important to our lives. That if we take a break, there are too many things that wouldn't happen. We would upset too many people or put too many other people out. And that's a lie. The most important person in human history didn't think that way. You could easily argue that since Jesus only had a few years to train the ones who would lead the movement that changed history, he didn't have time to do anything but spend time with his disciples. But Jesus stopped. He slowed down. If Jesus wasn't too important to stop and spend time with the Father, neither am I. Our daily scripture focus, Psalm 46, verse 10. Be still and know that I am God. As we wrap up, I encourage you to take a few minutes to think and pray through a few things. First, conceptualize. Take a moment and imagine what complete silence would be like. Maybe you're in a chaotic environment at the moment. Maybe you're listening in your car or reading this in the lunchroom. What would it feel like in this moment to be in complete silence? Second, reflect. How noisy are your surroundings at the moment? If you wanted to, could you be still and know that he is God? 
When was the last time you were silent before the Lord? How much quiet time do you have? Third, repent. Spend some time praying and ask God to change your heart and mind about your desire to be quiet with Him. If you desire it but haven't made it a priority, repent of not making God your first priority. And finally, thank God. Thank God that He does speak to you. 